So today's message is joy. It's the third week of Advent. We've talked about the hope of the glory of God. We've talked about the peace of Jesus Christ. And today we get to talk about the joy of God our Savior. And so I'm going to read this little bit of passage here, as I like these, for hope and peace. Luke 1, 46 and 47 say, And Mary said, My soul praises the greatness of the Lord, my, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we ask that you bless this message, bless each person that hears it today, Lord. Allow them to experience your joy because you are our Savior, Lord. You left your throne to join us in such humble conditions so that you may experience life to the fullest and show us what a sinful life looks like, Lord just to suffer and die a sacrificial death for sins on a cross so that we wouldn't have to, Lord. And you descended to the deepest depths of hell and took the keys to the kingdom of God from the hands of Satan himself. And you defeated death and was resurrected so that you could bring salvation to all the people. For that, we thank you because that brings us so much joy and so many blessings, Lord. And in that, we get to rejoice. In Jesus' name, amen. And so as we look through the message today, we find that in one of the parts of the Christmas story, we see Mary's, sometimes it's called Mary's songs. In my Bible here, it's called Mary's praise. And we get to see her response when she visits Elizabeth, and it's just after Jesus, or it's just after John moves in Elizabeth's belly when they meet, and obviously the unborn child John recognizes the sovereignty of the unborn child Jesus. And Mary has already been visited, of course, and is pregnant. And so she sings this song of praise to God. And I'm going to read through it, and then we'll go back and look at it. And it starts in Luke chapter 1, verse 46, and it goes through 55. It says, And Mary said, My soul praises the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, because he has looked with favor on the humble condition of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. Because the Mighty One has done great things for me, and His name is holy. His mercy is from generation to generation on those who fear Him. He has done a mighty deed with His arm. He has scattered the proud because of the thoughts of their hearts. He has toppled the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has satisfied the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped His servant Israel, remembering His mercy to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he spoke to our ancestors. See, Mary recognized the blessings 
that was coming through her condition. Finding out that she was pregnant, being told the reason by an angel, though she had not known a man. And she recognized that Jesus was coming to be a savior for Israel. She may not have knew how he was going to accomplish this, but she knew that's what he was destined for. And she knew God had sent him for the purpose of being the Messiah. It's somebody that they had hoped for in the Hebrew nation for hundreds of years. They had been looking for their Messiah to come to save them from the oppressive rule of more than four empires being sovereign over them. They thought the Messiah would come as a mighty king and a warrior. They never imagined that he would come as a servant to save their souls more than their persons. And we get to rejoice with Mary in knowing that Jesus is our Savior, that he did come because we get to look back and we get to see why he come, how he come, and how he accomplished this salvation. And so we get to rejoice in knowing that it is real and knowing that it is here and that he has come. We also get to rejoice in knowing that he is coming again. And so in the first two verses, Mary says, My soul praises the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. And that's because she recognized the purpose of her unborn child. And we get to recognize the deeds that he did and the price that he paid for us. And reading on in verse 48, she said, Because he has looked with favor on the humble condition of his servant, surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, because the Mighty One has done great things for me, and his name is holy. She also had joy because she knew that she would be blessed by being the mother of Jesus. Despite her condition, despite the immediate ridicule she probably experienced from all the people around her, she knew that for generations she would be blessed. That for a long time after whatever it was that the Messiah was supposed to do, she would be recognized for being the mother of Jesus. We also get to share in blessings because of Jesus. Our lives are blessed. Our souls are blessed because of Jesus. Because Jesus came in such lowly conditions in a manger, lived a sinless life and died on a cross. We experience blessings because of him. So we share with Mary in that experience of knowing that Jesus has caused blessings on our lives. And we get to share those blessings with people around us. And she continues on. And the next verse says, His mercy is from generation to generation on those who fear Him. It's because she knew that God's mercy isn't a one-time thing. God's mercy continues on for generations through Jesus. And we get to experience that and we receive the same mercy still today that God shared on even the first people. He showed mercy to Adam and Eve. He could have instantly killed them and just started over. But he showed them mercy and allowed them to conceive 
children that would bear more children and let them be the parents of all the world. He allowed them to have another son after one of their sons killed, their, killed his brother. And it's through Seth that we see the Hebrew line emerge. And it's through that Hebrew line that the Savior of our souls was born. God's mercies haven't changed. In the Old Testament, it tells us that he wants not that any man should die, but that they should repent and live. And he gave that way through Jesus Christ. And we get to share in that blessing and that mercy. And we get to share that mercy with other people. Because God wants not that any man should perish, but that all should repent and live. That's God's mercy. Is that he made a way for them to repent and live. Then picking up in verse 51, she says, He has done a mighty deed with his arm, and he's scattered the proud because of the thoughts of their hearts. He has toppled the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has satisfied the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped the servant Israel remembering his mercy. So because of God's favor toward humble people and humble hearts, people like Mary, people like I hope me, people like you all, she knew that he would raise the humble and bring down the proud. That he would make servants have positions over masters because of their humility. That they may remain servants immediately to their masters, but he would place them in higher places because of their humility, because they have humble hearts. And so she rejoiced over that, and we get to rejoice in all our circumstances that we find ourselves in. No matter what position we are in life, no matter where we are in life, we know that the first will be last and the last first. Those are the words of Jesus Christ. That the master must serve his followers just as he washed the feet of his disciples the night before he died. He knew he had one day left to live and he washed feet. So many of us concern ourselves with what we would do with one day left to live. How big would we make it if we knew we were dying the next day? Jesus knew and he washed feet. He humbled himself as a servant to those who were serving him. The first will be last and the last will be first. It's that model that we get to rejoice in and knowing that we just need to remain humble and serve others. That's all we are called to do is to bring the gospel of Christ to other people through acts of service and love. And we can rejoice in knowing that we will be exalted in heaven. We will be put in high places because we have not worried ourselves with our own well-being but have concerned ourselves with those of others by humbling ourselves. Mary knew her 
positions that she was coming from. Small town in Nazareth. It's not a big town, not a rich town. She come from humble beginnings. And her tiny child will grow up in that same town after a short time in exile in Egypt in those same humble beginnings. And he would come to save the world. And she finishes her song We're saying he has helped his servant Israel remembering his mercy to Abraham and his descendants forever just as he spoke to our ancestors. Mary knew that God's promises are forever. She could rejoice in the eternity of God. She could rejoice that it didn't matter if she got to see it. She knew it was coming because God had promised Abraham that his descendants would last forever that his descendants would outnumber the stars in the sky, the sand on the beaches. Because God had promised it, she knew it would happen. And because of Jesus Christ, we have been adopted into that family so that we are counted as descendants of Abraham. And so we get to rejoice in that eternal promise because we know that God's promises are eternal. That Christ's first advent was for our salvation. And we can find joy in that. But we can also find joy in knowing that his second advent, his second coming, is for our eternity. Maybe one at a time he is coming for every one of us. Maybe all at once. He's coming for every one of us. So it doesn't matter if he comes and takes all his people now or if he lets us go peacefully one at a time. We have the promise of eternity in heaven with God because of Christ Jesus. And for that we find joy today. For that we get to share in the joy of of Christ and the joy of God our Savior. It's because of that that we celebrate the Christmas season. It's because of that that we celebrate Advent and look forward to that second coming. It's because without that joy, there is no hope. Without that joy, there is no peace. It's the joy that allows us to have the hope and the peace. And it's the joy that Mary got to experience when she found out she was pregnant and when she went and realized what a great blessing it was going to be when she talked to her cousin Elizabeth. And Elizabeth expressed to her that even in her old age, she's blessed with a child. And that she knew it was going to be a son because they had been told so. And Mary knew that she was going to have a son because she had been told so. And she could trust in that promise. Because they had come from God. And she was able to rejoice. My soul praises the greatness of the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. We all get to sing that verse of her song. Because we have trusted in Jesus Christ. We all get to sing praises 
of the greatness of the Lord. And we all get to rejoice in God our Savior. And if you haven't trusted in Jesus, I ask that you take time to do it. Just simply ask, God, forgive me. Bless me. Hold me. Take away the accountability. I commit myself to you, Lord, and I ask that you fulfill your promise of salvation that you gave through Jesus Christ to each and every person who asked for it. God, thank you for the message of joy and the blessings of knowing that we have so much to rejoice for, that we can trust in your salvation, Lord, that we can follow your lead, Lord, and live a life according to your wishes in your righteousness, not our own, not that we should be made holy, not that we should be put on any high pedestal, Lord, but that we should humble ourselves as servants as Christ did so that we can bring your message to other people and share your message with others. We rejoice and we sing songs of praise to you, God, because we know that that you're the reason that we get to enjoy the things happening today. You're the reason that we get to enjoy salvation, that we get to enjoy blessings. You're the keeper of promises that carry on through every generation, that last forever. And you've given us a blessing and a promise of eternity through Christ Jesus, and we thank you for that, and we sing praises for that, and we are so joyful for that, Lord. We ask that you help us to carry that message out to the world and share it with everyone around us, that they can experience that same joy, Lord, and find a comfort in you and trust in you and trust in your hope and get your peace and experience your joy. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. As usual, I'd like to say thank you for taking time to listen to today's message. If you have any questions or concerns, maybe you want to get on a prayer request, maybe even just want to give your testimony, please email those to Brother James, B-R-O-J-A-M-E-S, at BrotherJamesParty.com. You can also visit the website, BrotherJamesParty.com where you'll find more content that you get to enjoy in the form of blogs, poetry, books, and always podcasts and videos. All the links will be found on there. Also, our social media links. Or if you want to reach us directly on social media, you can always just search for at Brother James Party. We look forward to getting in touch with you through any of those means. Also, thank you so much for bearing with my youngest child Lily as she played Jingle Bells for us in today's opening music and we look forward to maybe one day seeing you if you would like to visit you are more than welcome to join us at Union Church Lane, Thaxton, Mississippi 38871 hope y'all have a blessed day and have enjoyed this message look forward to sharing next week's message of love with you y'all have a blessed day <laughs>